The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Does this smell normal? I can't tell. Yeah! (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. It begins now! Please stand for the national anthem. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave <laughs> o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. Breaking news. Upon signing Joe Biden's 5,000 executive order, it is now against the law to say the national anthem. (gasps) But true fact, though, he did make it a national holiday. All deer hunting. Oh, my God. True story. Thank goodness. Deer hunting. Everyone that has a deer permit will get $5,000 a day. Oh, my God. And you don't have to work. You can hunt. Who knew he was such the conservationist? (laughs) I want this stimulus bill to pass so it'll come to pass. $5,000? $5,000 per day. Per tag. Yeah. Per tag. (laughs) Per day. (laughs) All right. So we can keep wishing. Yeah. Uh, But we are adventure bound on today's show. Pretty pumped about this because we're going to be joined by the hunt chef that is Chef Jeremy Critchfield, all new show, Mountain Top Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, um, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is going to be joining us, kind of field the table talk, possibly cooking up some uh, beer. No, no tail. Anything coyote. This man can cook it and Chihuahua. make it delicious. Jimbo, who else is uh, joining hey, us? Hey, we got uh, old uh, Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. Mrs. Bunny, who else is going to join us? Steve West. Yes. Big Steve West and Far Wide, right? Yeah, Far Wide. He's got that brand new app. He's going to be talking about his Sonora, Mexico coos deer hunt and how the Far Wide app uh, can increase our hunting success this year. Perfect. This is going to be your a good show. pleasure. All right, so we are adventure bound and let's get to Chef Jeremy Critchfield. I can't even read. That's right. He's marinating a coyote. Let's get to him. <laughs> We're adventure bound this week. Now kicking off a two-part interview with Hunt Chef, Chef Jeremy Critchfield of Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Two hours in, and still nothing. Chef Jeremy, he's the only person to make uh, Gordon Ramsay cry. Yeah, he's a fancy. <laughs> That's what he is. All right, so Chef Jeremy Critchfield, he is the co-host of a Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel Wednesday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Chef, how's it going today, buddy? I am living the dream here in uh, West Central Ohio, trying to fill my last tag. How about you guys? Uh, we're just trying to fill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to tell me this, okay? You're out there deer hunting. You know, uh, the Ohio season is going to wrap up pretty soon. But please tell our listeners, you live by the motto, always eat what you kill. Uh, and let's talk about coyote hunting for a second. There are, you know, there's a plethora of coyotes all throughout the and United States. And there's a States. lot of them, too. Tell us about your smoked bacon-wrapped ham coyote. 
<laughs> well, you know, it's wild protein, man, and it's delicious. And a lot of folks, they get hung up on the on the stink that's on the hide, but once you get that bark off them, you know, it's just more wild, delicious protein. Uh, we just did uh, ate some backstrap and um, some other stuff off of one on our uh, Facebook Live show this past Tuesday. Yeah. And the uh, the ham you're referencing, that was one of the first times I actually cooked coyote, and I, I boned out a... Uh, a hind leg, seasoned it up, put it back together, wrapped it in bacon, and smoked it, and people could not get enough of it. It was delicious. Really? Now, what does it taste like? <laughs> and people look at me really funny when I say this, but when I was growing up, uh, my grandparents had, you know, their own beef, and they just, it was all, you know, grass-fed wasn't the buzz term it is now, but, you know, they hardly ate any grain. I mean, they were just on pasture, and that's really what it reminds me of. That cross with a little bit of, uh, of venison, I mean, it's really pretty mild, um, nice and tender, at least as far as the backstrap go and the, and the inside tenders. And I mean, it's delicious. And it, just like any other meat, you know, from a chef perspective, you know, you start out with the actual straight taste of the, the, the cooked meat, but you know, wherever you take it, you know, as far as a cooking method or seasonings, you know, you can make stir fry with it if you want to. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> it'll turn out great. Yeah. Make sure that you get his new cookbook. That's on chef Jeremy Critchfield. How to walk your dog. That's right. How to walk your dog. <laughs> Stir fry coyote. That's on the menu tonight. Right. Now, you know, you've said numerous times that people, they really need to be more creative. They're too wasteful with their wild game. Uh, and you're talking about using like flank steaks and stuff. Or, you know, on one of the episodes, I don't know if it was like episode three, you made whiskey glazed venison ribs with orange charred Brussels sprouts and campfire beans. Really kind of thinking. You guys have done your homework. Yeah. I'm well, impressed. Well, we're well, also hungry. The thing is, you know, you are, you're a culinary master, I'll say. You're, you're a five star chef. You make Wolfgang Puck look like a German. But you're taking things that most people would say this is scrap meat or throw away, and you're making exquisite meals out of the wild game. It, it all goes back, you know, I mentioned my grandparents earlier. Um, my granddad was an amazing cook, and my grandma was a great cook and an amazing baker. But, you know, they grew up in a depression and, you know, used everything. And, um, you know, so as, I don't know how old I was, but, you know, eating, you know, gizzards and hearts and livers and everything else. And then, you know, in the culinary world, um, I don't know, about 10 or 12 years ago, nose the tail cooking was a big deal. I'm like, well, you know, it's just a case of, you know, what's old is new again kind of thing. And, you know, people, you know, they go nuts. Everybody, you post a recipe for backstrap, you'll get, you know, 900,000 people look at it. You post one for venison heart, maybe you'll get 500,000 people look at it. You post one for venison ribs and you get maybe 80,000 people look at it because they're like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. It's yeah. too much work. Uh, you know, deer ribs, what are you kidding me? But it's all <laughs> edible. It's all delicious. And, you know, you just got to get your mind past backstraps and then, you know, cooking chunked hind leg in a crock pot with screw mushroom soup and uh, French onion soup base. I mean, there is a lot more out there. And more and more on social media, there's more and more people showcasing what they know and what they do. And I love all of it. Um, but, you know, living by that motto, eat what you kill. I mean, why would you waste it? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you put all that time into learning, your, you know, your yourself, the hunting deal. You put all the money into your truck, your stands, your guns, your bows, your camo, your tags. And then you're going to leave, you know, 60% of the 
the carcass. I mean, that, that mouth is setting that up to me. That's right. Uh, we're hanging out, talking with the hunt chef, Chef Jeremy Critchfield. Make sure you watch Mountain Top Outdoors, all new episodes, Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Great show. Now, you're the head chef there at Stonehouse Inn, where you operate a restaurant. It's like a barbecue place, and you also have a butcher shop. You, you had mentioned, Mr. Jeremy, about your Facebook Lives on Tuesday nights. I think you said 7.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. Yeah. Um, are you really trying to hope? Because not only are you a great culinary master, you're also a butcher. Are you trying to influence people and show them that there's a better way to be doing things, that it's not as difficult? I think over the past hundred years, we've kind of become conditioned to the bland taste of chicken. And so that's what everyone likes. You know, they talk about this pungent taste of wild game. Well, that's all your ancestors used to eat. Are you just trying to break things down to say, hey, it's not such a scary thing and you can make a delicious meal? Well, I'm I'm trying to say all that, and, and he sums up really pretty nicely. But you know, there are you there are a it. lot of uh, you know. So, well, as far as the Stonehouse goes, yeah, I mean, it's an American icon. We're 199 years young this year. Wow. Um, there, uh, built in 1822. Um, an amazing place. Um, you know, there's 13 overnight guest rooms there as well as an inn. You know, we do amazing steaks from my butcher shop. You can find it online at shbutcher.com. Uh, a lot of comfort food. And then, of course, the barbecue is huge um, through the summertime, and um, and we do we cater in three states: Pennsylvania, uh, Northern West Virginia, and Western Maryland. So we stay very busy. And as far as you know, the flavor of wild game and what I'm trying to influence people on is that there is so much good stuff there. There's so much flavor, and when you can take that harvest, use it, you know, ninety uh, percent. Other than you know, maybe you're, I'm not really into and hides and that kind of stuff, but um, maybe that's the next frontier for me. But, you know, you're doing that animal justice. Um, you're really seeing, you know, your harvest the whole way through that experience. And if you can make it taste, you know, even 10% better from hanging out with me and trying your own stuff or replicating some of what I do, you know, what I've found, I have three little kids, and when, they, when they're like, okay, what are you cooking, and can we help, and while wow, that's delicious – that's what we sit and we talk about when we're in that deer blind. You know, what are we yeah. going to cook with it? And that piece is going to help uh, recruit more hunters. It's going to help retain more hunters, you know, the next generation, because we've been fighting that losing battle now as, as outdoorsmen and, and hunters and fishermen for how many years? You know, we, we got to stop that slide or it's just not going to matter. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? We got a whole lot more to talk about. Oh, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. All right. Hey, we're talking with Hunt Chef Jeremy Critchfield. He has Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman's Channel uh, Wednesday nights at 7.30 as we talk Adventure Bound. Exactly. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, uh, Chef, if we want to learn more about you, Mountaintop Outdoors, your co-host, everything you have going on, where can we find you online, buddy? Mountaintopoutdoors.com, HuntChef.com, and then, of course, the uh, the co Corresponding Facebook pages for Mountaintop Outdoors and on show. You bet. Hey, more Adventure Bound right after this. Don't go anywhere. You know, the revolution with Jim and Trav is more than just noise to drown out a fart in the car. We're all things outdoors, so you better listen. Often imitated, never duplicated. Stick around. The revolution will return right after these short messages. That's our shooter. Hunt hard, fish hard, and eat well. Oh my God. 
This thing is huge. In an all-new Sportsman Channel series, the team at Mountaintop Outdoors travels the USA in search of the ultimate field-to-table experience. We do this every year and save this farm till rifle season to come over. All that hunting and fishing sure works up an appetite. We're going to put together a sportsman feast that you're not going to want to miss. So be sure to pull up a chair. Mountaintop Outdoors, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back and Adventure Bound. Let's rejoin the boys and hunt chef, Chef Jeremy Critchfield of Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking Adventure Bound on this week's show. Before the break, we had old Jeremy Critchfield, and he is the host of Mountaintop Outdoors. He's also a a trained chef. And Jimbo asked, but no, Jeremy will not give you a spatula spanking. He will not do that. (laughs) Oh, I love those. Mountaintop Outdoors, Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, you were talking one time about beaver. You did a saltwater brine on your beaver backstraps. Um, you know, trapping, as we're talking, with COVID and everything, everyone's getting into, you know, uh, procuring your own food out there, you know, hunt for I love it. sustenance. Now, when it comes to trapping, because trapping is legal in most places, it's a lot of fun. It's another avenue to get outdoors. Let's talk about... And a revenue source. Lessers for a second. A lot of people say, oh, beaver's so gross. It is so greasy. It's actually quite delicious, isn't it? It's amazing is what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've cooked and eaten, I think, five now, and every one of them have been just nothing short of spectacular. I mean, I, and I haven't come across any beaver that has any sort of grease to it. So I don't know where that comes from, but you know, I mean, they are what to eat. So different areas of the country, but you know, even if it is greasy, there are cooking methods. There are ways, um, you know, to, to work around that and, and make it work for you rather than against you. So. If anybody's got a greasy beaver, send it my way. I'll take care of it. <laughs> you know, one of the things that we have lost, now you've talked about going with your grandparents, and they probably butchered themselves back in the 30s and so forth. Everybody butchered. But, you know, and we got away from that because, you know, we went to the city, and, you know, we take it into yep. a deer processor and so forth instead of getting our hands dirty. But the fact of the matter is, if you, in fact, learn how to do it, I know Trav and I, we butcher all of our own wild, wild game, and we often rabbit hunt. I see you were down in Ohio recently uh, hunting rabbits. A rabbit is yeah. good, and, you know, and there's there's not a lot of meat on it, but there is if you get a pretty good-sized jack, isn't there? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, you, you go out and you get, a, get yourself a limit of rabbits, or even if you only get one or two at a time, get them cleaned, um, pop them in the freezer until you got a pile of them, and then, you know, and then start cooking. But, I mean, ra- rabbit's amazing table fare, um, and it's really, really versatile. You know, it, it's, it's kind of the, the chicken of the woods, if you will, <laughs> um, because, you know, it's super mild. You know, oftentimes there's a sweeter taste, depending, you know, obviously on your diet, but... You know, it's a really good one to initiate or, or, or introduce people to wild, quote unquote, wild game, you know, because it, you know, it eats really well and, um, it's not typically overpowering in any way. You don't have to try and cover it up with brines or marinades or sauces. 
And yeah, man, get some bunnies and get eaten. You know, you kind of got me uh, thinking, Chef, when you were talking about coyote hunting earlier. There is a huge problem with feral cats in America, ditch leopards. I wonder, honestly, goodness, because all the songbirds, all the rabbits they eat, they forage on amazing stuff. I wonder if a feral cat would be delicious. Well, I, I would short cook one and try it. You know, I have, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm down. You know, it's, 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 it's protein. You know, some people, they're like, oh, I can't eat fluffy. I'm like, whatever, you know, get over yourself. You, you and your sensibilities, you and your sensibilities can go, you know, buy that processed chicken in the grocery store, whatever. Yeah, um, I, I can see Jeremy but, on television and he would do a commercial for eating feral cats. And he says, Tabby, it's what's for supper. Oh, I would get so much love mail. <laughs> you know, I, I get all kind of people knocking on my door wanting to know how to do it. No. Um, but anyhow, the Coke and Bobcat, Bobcats are, are so delicious. I can't even explain it in words right now. Really? Um, so, oh my gosh, yes. I mean, they they to me, they are the veal of wild game. I mean, they're so tender. I mean, even, even the hindquarters is cut into strips. Um, without being pounded or, or anything like that. I mean, they just, I mean, there's no chew to them at all. They're, they're amazing. Now, we have never personally eaten bobcat, but you know, a lot of people. I, we ate mountain lion. When, yeah, you've eaten mountain lion before, never bobcat. But when you skin out a bobcat, you know, they look all big and fluffy. They are very, mm-hmm. they're lean. They look I mean, like a chihuahua. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's not much to them. So, but you're saying it's pretty. A chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo's trying to get How us in trouble. How many chihuahuas have you skinned? <laughs> this morning, too. Yeah. Um, two. Just, just the two. We stopped after it's that. It's for lunch. It's really not worth yeah. it. Um, but you're saying, is, is it pretty tender, huh? Bobcat? Oh, my gosh, yes. Really? Now, how would you prepare yeah. that? Well, <laughs> we talked earlier about stir fry, and that's one of the. It's it just a mess with people. Um, that's an amazing way uh, to prepare it. But you know the uh, the back straps are just I love cutting, slice them into little medallions, and uh, you just eat them like nuggets. Uh, but you know you could again, it's it's wild protein, is, and when you take an animal apart. You know, every part has, you know, cooking methods that best suit it because, you know, the legs get, you know, a lot more work than, you know, the back straps do. So, you know, again, these bobcats that I've eaten anyhow, um, are been really tender, but, you know, any animal, um, you know, the front shoulders, you know, they take better to being ground and things like that done with them. Uh, and then the back legs, you know, can be, uh, like I said, sliced, made as a, you know, little tiny miniature ham. Um, cut into made into cutlets and and pan seared or grilled. I mean, you could just go nuts on it, just like you would a deer. Wow! Does it leave an aroma in the kitchen when you're cooking? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I I, uh, I took a zebra and uh, brought some of the meat back with me, and uh, it smelled like horse in the kitchen. Bit of a wet it, saddle blanket. Yeah, it. Uh, but it tasted really no good. No kidding. Yeah, yeah it's, it's delicious. It's really delicious. But holy cow! I, I has just an aroma, go, Mr. Ed, you have these visions <laughs> in your head. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, All right, so we are talking to the hunt chef himself, Chef Jeremy Critchfield. He is the co-host, Mountain Top Outdoors on Sportsman Channel. All new episodes Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to watch it. Now, Chef Jeremy, to learn more about you, your seasonings, Facebook Lives, upcoming episodes, all that good stuff, buddy. Where can we find you online? So you definitely want to go to huntchef.com. Um, I've actually got a couple Valentine sales going on there right now, but you can get the merchandise. 
So we're not going to stop until everybody's wild game is delicious. Sounds good. Hey, coming up next, we've got Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine. That's right. And on your next wild game cuisine, you whip up. Make sure you tag with Eat What You Kill. And again, watch Mountaintop Outdoors Sportsman Channel Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. On Chef Mr. Jeremy, God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. You guys have been awesome, man. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. And remember, always eat what you kill. Let's go shoot our bows and kill some deer. Make some jerky to fill you up. It's called Field to Table. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Need us everywhere? Well, you're a click away at JimandTrav.com. Everything from show archives to professional hunting and fishing advice. And you can even tell us how to make the show better by dropping us a comment. JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The Revolution will be right back. You're dropped into a body of water you've never fished, and you got to figure it out. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Heritage Cup kicks off from Waco, Texas. That is the beauty of manual fishing. You're never out of the game. Yeah, baby. And really, truthfully, you're never all the way in the game. Oh, my gosh. All my senses are heightened. It's almost like you get into a zone. Get you some of that. It's show up. Who's going to be the man today? Major League Fishing's Heritage Cup. Premieres Saturday, February 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. We're adventure-bound. Where's this coming from, man? Now, here's a two-parter with Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine, brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Adventure Bound in this week's show. Before the break, we had Chef Jeremy Critchfield. He has Mountaintop Outdoors, and I got to tell you, he can make everything taste good, including chihuahuas. He, he likes to put them with a PG Greenio. Is that how you say <laughs> I don't know how you say that. I'm not sure. I'm not a wine drinker. Is that even wine? <laughs> if it was Coors Light, maybe. Anyway, speaking of Coors Light, all things awesome, Christian Berg, he is the editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. As Jibbo says, he has his fingers to the pulse of anything archery. Mr. Christian, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going great, my friend. It's always a pleasure to be with you. You know, this is the time of year. You know, a lot of uh, hunting seasons have wrapped up. We're fixing to, you know, uh, hunt Chef Jeremy Critchfield. That's tough to say. He's there in Ohio just wrapping up deer season. But this is, you know, days like this when it's blizzarding. We like to sit down with Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine, get the latest equipment that is out, your March issue. I go to my reading room, which is the bathroom. <laughs> um, but the all new March issue is your equipment issue. And this is when we really need to start planning thinking ahead the upcoming hunts this fall 
Um, and one thing I want to hit on is the 10 point is the 2021 Havoc. I think it's the RS 440 crossbow. This is an awesome crossbow and you did an in-depth review on this. You know, it's funny, man. Boy, you threw an awful lot at me there, guys. I mean, we got to start with the reading room. Thank God. Thank God for, for toilets because that is where Peterson's bow hunting finds a home throughout this great land of ours. And everybody needs to have a, a copy of our March equipment issue on the back there so that when you go to the reading room, you can get caught up on all this great new gear. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, it sounds like you guys are hitting your topics just right because, like you said, you had the chef on there. These are the days that you want to get some of that game meat that you harvested this past fall and make yourself some comfort food. And while you're enjoying that hot bowl of stew, you pop open your, your Peterson's bull hunting and you start thinking about all this great new stuff you can get your hands on for 2021. And yes, the 10 point, the Havoc 440, 10 points got this really awesome reverse draw crossbow that shoots 440 feet per second. Wow. It's really compact. It's really lightweight, really well balanced. And then you stick one of these Garmin scopes on top of that baby and you're integrating the uh, trigger mechanism for that scope right into the stock. So right there at the base of the pistol grip is a little button where you just put the scope on target. And once you've got that scope calibrated, you just look at what you want to shoot. You press that button. It hits it with the laser, tells you the range, and automatically and instantly projects a dot for spot-on aiming right where you want to go. So no more multi-reticle scopes, no more deciding how far in between, you know, the hashtags you need to aim. You just aim, squeeze, get your aiming point, and then hit the trigger. It's that simple, man, and it's governed at 80 for that automatic calibration. So in other words, you can shoot well beyond 80 with that scope, but any aiming points that you want to calibrate beyond 80 yards, you have to go out to the range and manually calibrate those, and then you can store them in the scope. But when you're out there hunting, if you want to use that feature where you just put the scope on the target, push the button, and then get that aiming point, that's kind of governed at zero to 80 yards on that. And I think, you know, for me, 80 is pushing it, but I think 60 is reasonable. You know, and again, situations are going to dictate that as well. You know, is the animal completely calm, standing still, you know, feeding? Is it is it walking? Is it alert? Is it nervous? And what about you? How nervous are you? And are yeah. you shooting offhand or are you shooting off arrest? And and so there's a lot of variables and boy, you know, that can get that can be a we could do a whole show just on that sometime. Well, guys, I, and maybe I, we should. I think it's really yeah, it's really interesting because like you say, you know, Jibbo steps out there with his 300 wind mag i mean boom he pulls the trigger and that animal hits the ground he's dead instantly doesn't even know what happened um when it comes to a crossbow even though we have that increased speed velocity kinetic energy all these fun little things that doesn't mean that we should take it past that 40 50 yards what that means that improved power the proved accuracy really means that we can ethically take them down even more efficiently within the same parameters that is how i take it not that we should push it like you said if you're shooting at styrofoam that's one thing but an animal that's a totally different story yeah well and the thing is yeah like you said it's to me it's that added precision you know you think about 
the, the added precision of the way that the manufacturing continues to improve, the tolerances continue to improve, and as those speeds improve, your trajectory becomes flatter as the years go by, and so your margin of error on your accuracy does improve. Uh, and that's what I like about that scope, too. You know, I mean, you guys have done the same thing with your compound bows. You know what it's like if you shoot a five-pin sight and you've got a, a 45-yard shot. So you're gapping it, right, between that 40- and 50-yard pin. Well, compare that to one of those movable pin sights, a single-pin sight where you have your yardage dial, and you just dial it right to 45, and you stick that thing in the middle of the bullseye and squeeze off your shot. So, again, yeah, like you said, it's – I think it's helping us to make those ethical shots at those ethical ranges just that much more consistently, that much more precisely. And, hey, anything you can do to be more deadly is great. And, again, to just draw the parallel between shooting my compound bow or shooting a crossbow, I like to go out in the summertime and I will sometimes set up at a hundred yards with my compound, which is pretty crazy because you want to talk about watching the flight of the arrow. I mean, you get some pretty good arc. Oh yeah. Range, and you can really watch your arrows kind of fall in there, but I'd never shoot at an animal at a hundred yards, but <laughs> if you can practice at a hundred and get comfortable with that, it does kind of make those 40 and 50 yard shots seem pretty easy. So why not do the same thing with your crossbow? You know, Hey, if you have a crossbow that costs, two, three thousand bucks and you really like it and you enjoy shooting it, why not go out and shoot stuff at 150 yards in the summertime? It doesn't mean you need to do that at a, at a deer or an elk or anything else. You bet. Hey, Christian, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? You got it, guys. For you, anything. <laughs> You're a good man. Hey, we've been talking with Christian Berg and he's the editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine as we talk Adventure Bound on The Revolution this week. Bingo. And now, Mr. Christian, the all-new March equipment issue. Where can we find it online? If we don't have a subscription, uh, where can we get that as well? Well, gosh, if you don't have a subscription, you guys are really messing the boat. What oh. you got to do really right now, I mean, stop the show. Put <laughs> on what you're doing. Get on bowhuntingmag.com and sign up for a subscription. Uh, you can get it, right, the old-fashioned way where we kill trees and, and put ink on paper and send that to your mailbox. Or you can get it, like, instantaneously, and that's how everybody likes things nowadays because we've all reached the attention span of gnats. So you can get yourself a digital subscription, and you can just download it, like, right now, man, and start reading. That's right. But they cut down those trees with electric chainsaws, okay? <laughs> just know that. That's fine. So it's, it's a zero-emissions harvest process. <laughs> and let's face it, you know, trees are a renewable resource, so it's not that bad. Why are we crabbing anyways, right? All right, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's Proven Off-Road, ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Part two with... Uh, what's his name? Christian Berg. <laughs> <What's it? laughs> All right, we'll return with what's his name? Christian Berg right after this. <laughs> Recently, we asked if you thought we'd been really awesome these past few months. You guys have been really awesome these last few months. And you agreed. So for even more awesome, check out JimandTrav.com and stay tuned because the Super Duper Awesome Show will continue right after these short messages. You tell the nonfiction. I'll tell the nonfiction. This is what I remember. We were the first hunters in the Congo in something like 40 years. When Jim Shockey talks, outdoorsmen listen. I'm the greatest mule deer hunter alive. I'll tell anybody. Sit down with some of the greatest hunters in the world who share their amazing experiences. That day changed my life. Shock Therapy. 
Sundays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're adventure-bound this week. Now let's get back to Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking adventure-bound in this week's show. And before the break, we had part one with Christian Berg talking about crossbows yeah now let's switch uh gears for just a second again make sure you go to bowhuntingmag.com uh get a subscription if you already have one make sure you're watching out for the all-new march issue put it in the bathroom too yeah my march issue peterson's bowhunting magazine uh it's the equipment issue let's talk about um tree saddles this is something um it's been out for a while or they have been out for a while we have personally never used them. We have never talked about them. We don't have trees. Not once on the show. We've always hunted from tree stands. That is what we do. Discuss the benefits of tree saddles, how they work, and are they actually safe? You know, it's funny because as you guys were talking, you know, you mentioned they've been out for a while and something just popped into my head. It's probably not the perfect analogy, but it's funny, so I'm going to use it. And I'm going to say that tree saddles are the bell-bottom pants of the white pants. (laughs) (laughs) I still wear (laughs) bell-bottoms. Well, here's the point, right? (laughs) Just, Just like in the world of fashion... Everything comes back around, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Jim, you had some bell-bottom pants, I'm sure, in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, me and, and Jerry Reed. They were stuck in the bottom of a drawer somewhere, and lo and behold, a few years ago, they kind of came back, right? And you started wearing them again. Yes. And I must say, you cut a pretty fine figure in your bell-bottoms. I saw you at the shot show last year Thank at you. one of those cocktail receptions. I was like, there's Jim and his bell-bottoms at Cowboys. Boy, is he ever in. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Anyway, tree saddles, right? So, yes, okay, we are getting back to tree saddles. Berg hasn't completely lost his mind. Um, tree saddles have been around for decades, you know? And, and, and John Eberhardt, who, who's known in the saddle hunting community as kind of the godfather of the whole thing, you know, he, he was doing it back in the 80s, I think. And yeah. They just never really gained big traction. But here over the last decade, as we've started to have a new younger generation of bow hunters that have really gotten on the backcountry public land kick, they've been looking for ways to get back, you know, steep and deep into these more remote places. And so they're always wanting to cut weight and they want a way to get up in trees when they go deer hunting in these places without having to lug a bunch of climbing sticks or ladder stands or even hang ons. So, they kind of like rediscovered this tree saddle thing and guys were like, whoa, this is really neat. And I think to your point, yeah, a lot of these younger people, they think that this is just like something that came along yesterday, just like my kids think video games like just came out. I'm like, kid, I had an Atari when I was, (laughs) you know, ain't nothing new under the sun. Yeah. But 
like everything else, right, today's video games are a lot more advanced than the old Atari and today's tree saddles, right? Think of all the new materials, manufacturing methods, uh, things that are borrowed, you know, from the worlds of rock climbing, mountaineering. These new saddles are a lot more comfortable, lighter, uh, the equipment that they use with it. So, yeah, it's really, really a great tool for deer hunters to have in their toolbox. And I, as I'm 47, right, so I'm kind of getting old, I got (laughs) my hands on a saddle set up this past summer and I'm proud to say that I joined the Saddle Club back in late September. I was out in Montana. I did a DIY hunt, and I killed my very first year out of a tree saddle. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool when an old dog can learn a new trick. You know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, remember those old yellow seats at like a park that your your infant kids, you would set down in? Because it kind of yeah. holds them, yeah, that, or, or your grandfather, sure. yeah, or your grandfather, yeah. Um, that's what it kind of looks like. You know, you sit down in this, and I'm glad you referenced the rock climbing because it really does parallel that community nicely uh, to describe it. Um, I think it's a very interesting concept. It gives you a lot more mobility. I would also think you could be a little more. Or it opens up, you know, greater opportunities with tree selection because, you know, tree stands, it has to be very particular that you hang it in. Um, How exactly? So do you climb up the tree? Is there a climbing bar you use? Is it a hoy system? How do you do it? So there's all different ways that it can be done. Most typically, yeah, and to just real quick on the saddles, right? So the saddles are basically made out of a mesh fabric. There's a waist belt and, and two belts that basically right come behind under your legs and, and clip to the front, and that's all there is to it. Most of these things weigh a pound or less, and what the guys love about them is you can literally put them on when you get out of the truck, and you can just hike through the woods wherever you want to go with that saddle on. You kind of barely know that it's there, and then a lot of them either have little pouches that attach right to the saddles, or you can just carry the rest of your stuff in your backpack, and when you get there, the ropes and other things that you need, you just get it out and you're ready to go. Um, climbing can be done lots and lots of different ways. Most common is just a set of climbing sticks that guys will pack in with them and with everything else. You know, saddle community is a community of tinkerers, so a lot of guys will take uh, stocks, uh, climbing sticks and modify them to cut the weight down or the length down. And of course, the saddle companies have been introducing a whole variety of super compact, super lightweight sticks. But, um, in areas where you hunt private land, you know, if you have permission, some people use the tree climber spikes that attach to your legs to climb up with, with nothing else. It's super, super safe because you're, you're attached with your lineman's belt. The second you leave the ground, and I honestly don't know how you could fall out of one. I really don't. It's pretty neat. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Christian. Uh, We've been talking with Christian Berge, the editor of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine, and we just talked about two products today, the crossbow as well as the tree saddle. But in the next issue, the March issue of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine, they get all kinds of stuff. And again, Mr. Christian, we've just barely touched the tip of the iceberg. You guys have selected so many fine products that you're discussing in the March issue of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine. Uh, where can we find you guys online? And are you at every single newsstands? I mean, where are you? Well, we're at all the newsstands that are worth going to. And then if you go to a newsstand <laughs> that don't have Peterson's Bow Hunting, what you want to do is you want to just 
just shame that poor proprietor into into ordering it right away. Otherwise, you just go to bowhuntingmag.com and you get your own subscription. And so you don't even have to go to the newsstand. I'll deliver it right to your mailbox. I mean, me personally, I literally will hike coast to coast and make sure all the Petersons bow huntings get into all the bow hunters' hands around the country. And Jim and Trav, you guys are invited to go on that tour with me. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he has extra toilet paper with him. Yes, he'll be wearing his tree saddle the entire time. Uh, this is brief. You know, it only weighs 12 ounces. You barely know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this has been brought to you by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. And again, go to BowHuntingMag.com, one of the finest archery magazines out there. Uh, who we got coming up next, Jimbo? Hey, coming up next is the ever-lovely Stephen West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel. Mondays at 9.30 Eastern Time. That's it. Mr. Christian, we love you so much. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, I bet you tell that to all the girls. It's always <laughs> a pleasure. I'll talk to you again soon, okay? <laughs> Steve West. His name is Steve West. And he shoots a big oak. His name is Steve West. And he is a hunter. He's my friend. Oh, it's Steve West. <laughs> You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. I'm liking this. Continue. Don't move. The Revolution will be right back. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Yes! Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today, we're adventure-bound. Now, here's the legendary Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking adventure-bound in this week's show. And before the break, we had Christian Berg. He's the editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. Now we got Big Steve on. Big Steve. Recently back from Sonora, Mexico, he was on a coos deer hunt, and he's got the Firewide app. You know this man is legit. He's also the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. He's got on- ammunition, too. Yeah, Pendleton Ammunition. Steve's Outdoor Adventures, though. Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Steve, how's it going, buddy? Man, going great, guys. Going great. You know, and hunkered down. Uh, for about as long as I could, and then the cabin fever got me and had to drive me <laughs> south of the border. <laughs> there you go. There now, you go. South of the border, does the far wide app work in Mexico? Yes, actually, it does. It we were does. able to use it on a number of occasions where I had good cell service. Now, I didn't know exactly where I was going before I left, um, so I didn't download the app for that area because you can download the map and then just basically your phone works like a GPS, but. A couple of times I was able to get up on top of hills where I had really good cell service and I could see exactly where I was, get the lay of the land, use the topo for, you know, features and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I was about two and a half hours south of the border. Excellent Coosier country, lots of deer there, beautiful country. But yeah, I, I mean, you can actually go seven, eight hours south of the border and still be in Coosier country. Yeah. Now going back to the far wide app, which you just recently launched. Uh, we'll kind of give people a little backstory here uh, right after the first of the year. A, a hunting app that gives maps 
it's not new. You know, I used to have one. I had to get a home equity loan to pay the monthly subscription because <laughs> it, it is really it, it's insane, as you know, Mr. Steve. Um, yeah. And you came out with the far wide app and there are a lot of benefits to it. Not only is it free, but the social aspect, the promotional buying aspect. There's a lot of neat things. But what made you decide to make it free? Well, first and foremost, I, I shouldn't, you know, take any credit whatsoever for the far wide app. I was actually, um, I, I have a, a business partner in John Sullivan. Uh, a lot of people know him as the starting center for the Rams in their the season. They made their uh, Super Bowl run and lost to the Patriots. Uh, I like to rub that in with him every now and then. Uh, but the, then his, his very good friend locally is a guy by the name of Steve Raymond. And Steve Raymond was on the phone talking hunting with me, sent me an email. I saw where it said at far wide on it. I asked him what far wide was and, he started talking to me about it, uh, this app that he was in the process of, you know, developing, but he needed, you know, Steve's Outdoor Adventures, basically. And so we created a partnership with Steve's Outdoor Adventures, which is John Sullivan and myself and my team here. And to be clear, it's not just a hunting app. It is for anyone who enjoys the outdoors. You can be a hiker, a mountain biker, a fisherman, a hunter. If you enjoy the outdoors, this will give you all of the data you need. Like you can look up and see where the nearest boat launch is. What the, you know, you can look at fishing regulations. You can look at hunting regulations. The other day when, well, I should say the other day, but this last November before I headed out to Montana, I was able to download the maps for the area where I was going to be. I looked at the online research. I could see what the hunter success rate was. I could see where the elk distribution areas were. Like let's say you live in Missouri and you're going to go to Montana hunting. Well, if you don't have time to go scout, you can get a lot of information just from the app before you ever leave home. Yeah. Now, let's say I'm going to go hunting up in Montana. Okay. We live here in Kansas, like you said, the Midwest. So we have the far wide app. Um, and like you're mentioning, you download maps specific to a region. Do you have to pay for the individual maps or is that part of your nope. subscription? Everything is free. So I thought there was going to be like a hook. No, you get the app for free, and then you want to mapster like 99 cents or something, you know? But there's no, more. No, just It's free. <laughs> Steve West, his motto is, I don't like money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if we're in the outdoor industry, we must not like money, right? I mean, it's not like anybody in our industry is ever going to get rich. Um, I guess what I go back to is, uh, you know, we're in this uh, industry because – we love the outdoors and, and we love our fellow, you know, Americans and outdoors people across North America. And so when we do something like this, we're doing this to bring something to the marketplace that everyone can have. Like you said, no one needs to take out a second mortgage to have an app. You bet. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Steve West. He's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. If you'd like to book a trip, now he does some great bookings all over the world uh, for the coos deer as well as other big game, uh, or you want to get a couple of chihuahuas out of Mexico, Steve West is a guy to call. That's right. Now, Mr. Steve, to learn more about Steve's Outdoor Adventures, again, that's Sports the Channel, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, everything you have going on in the Far Wide app, where can we find you online, sir? You know, farwide.com. You can actually see a lot of information about the app that you can take advantage of. You bet. Hey, more revolution right after this. Mr. Steve, you're awesome. God bless you, buddy. Hey, you guys take care out there. Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trev will continue right after these messages. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help Help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Savor the finer things in life. Hunting, fishing, and eating. Every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fork. Join epic outdoorsmen Steve Ranella, Daniel Vitalis, and Scott Laseth as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. I could eat the snot out of this thing all day long. The most mouth-watering night in Outdoor Channel history. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes, powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV. Now, everywhere. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We had old Jeremy Critchfield. He's a mountaintop outdoors. Also, Christian Berg, editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine, and Steve West, Steve Outdoor Adventures. Uh, more importantly, though, Mrs. Bunny, you are back. I'm Ooh. back, boys. All right, so this was a fun show, Mrs. Bunny. Last word. Absolutely. JimandTrap.com, guys, go there. If you didn't catch the whole show, if you happen to come in halfway through, be sure to go there and catch all of it on repeat over again. Yeah, and just a heads up, Valentine's Day is in a couple weeks. Jimbo's focused on getting chocolate. I say get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you. Hammer home firearm safety. Maybe go and uh, shoot a rabbit, shoot a squirrel, cook it up, show your kiddos how much fun it is to hunt and eat their own game. Yeah, so and then cool. send the remnants to Jeremy Critchfield. He will cook it up. <laughs> yes. It'll be delicious. He'll put it on his Facebook Live. That's, That's what right. he'll do. Ooh. All right, so we got to go. We will return next week. God bless you, boys and girls. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, God bless the USA as well. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.